1: The Below the Belt Boxing Podcast. This is episode fourteen. I'm your host T and I'm joined by Callum.
0: Hello, sir.
1: Once again in Parts Unknown. Um no Alex, no Flav. Just no Just Chris. Yep, just just the two of us um steering the ship, so to speak. But um as his as lesson numbers are probably gonna be a quicker podcast this time around Um we're hoping to do more podcasts um for twenty seventeen Touch where we should have one coming next week, um which hopefully we'll see the return of Mark Butcher. So that'd yes. be that'd be grand. So what have we been up to since
0: the last podcast? Uh, nothing not much really, you know, like we were talking about before the pod, trying to keep up with all these magazines that come through my postbox. you know. Uh, boxing news, I've got about four copies of that I need to read and oh God. Uh, Yeah, I need to catch up on some shit, to be honest with you. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I've been been good. Um I've not been watching nearly enough boxing this year. It doesn't, feel like I've, it doesn't feel like I've been watching nearly enough at all. And there's been, um I mean, the, the year is barely two months old, and there's been a few classic fights already. Yeah. You know, just about the reactions every every other um, Sunday morning. There's another fight that I've missed that yeah. you know that I should have seen. So it bodes well for this year. I mean, you've got the, I mean, the two fights that spring to mind are Badoo, Jack and De girl and the fight to talk about in a minute. So. Yeah. Because no, I think last year was quite a fallow year, so yeah, this year is quite popular. I think next month
0: you've got Thurman
1: fighting, you've got um, Danny
0: Garcia, we've got Tony Bellew against uh, obviously David Hay, that's yeah. gonna be interesting. We've got a little list somewhere, haven't we? All yeah. the fights that are coming up in the next uh, couple of months, and it really is uh, a really good list of fights that are coming up. Um, it's, uh, it's really it's an really, uh, exciting time for boxing. I think 2017 is looking like a, a really good year.
1: Yeah got you got you got Jacobs as well, Andrade. Um, Flanagan fights the can. Lema <laughs> fighting in um in in April. Um, obviously being part of the former USSR Beturbiev, yeah, I'm excited about seeing him, he fights um Barrera in April, so... um...
0: That's going to be really good, you know. Baturbiev against Sullivan Barrera is going to be really good. Because Sullivan Barrera looked really good last time out. He beat that guy with the really long name that I can't say. (laughs) uh, That was uh, built up quite well by Golden Boy. And uh, he stopped it. He knocked him down a couple of times and then stopped the guy. So that's going to be really interesting to see. I think if Baturbiev does what he usually does and gets him out of there, it's like, okay, it's time to start really paying attention to him.
1: Didn't, um, Didn't Barrera fight Ward? Yes, okay, yes. And same, Bar- same uh, Ward,
0: back. like, dropped him and then kind of whitewashed him. So, yeah. um, But then but, um, Barrera's come back really strong. So I think that shows that he's not a can, that Ward didn't beat a can in Barrera.
1: Of course. Well, we'll go into the Fountain v Santa Cruz fight. It seems so bloody long ago. Um, how did you score it? Draw. Really? I was,
0: yeah, I did. I scored it a draw on the night. Um I was probably slightly blinkered because I'm such a Frampton fan and I really wanted him to win. So I think I think if I was to watch it again, maybe turn the sound off, draw the curtains, light some candles and do all of that, I think I'd probably give it to Santa Cruz by a couple of rounds. I think if anyone deserved to win, it was Santa Cruz. But on the night, round by round, I had it a draw.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I never score fights. I just can't bother. I always lose. Because sometimes you score the fight, course, do you want to win?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you think? Well, I don't know. Maybe he didn't lose that round, so I just give it to him anyway, kind yeah. of thing. So I, I didn't score it, but I think uh, my feeling throughout the fight was that Santa Cruz was getting the better of him. Phantom um, seemed a little bit flat, which is weird. He yeah. always—he's someone who always turns up for every single fight. I, mean, I, know, I know there was a fight with him. He had a, the fight in Vegas a while ago because a bloke who's oh, parked, Gonzalez. Yeah, like he Andrew got murdered, Gonzalez. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah. Apart from that, he generally turns up in, in good shape, but I think he. Didn't seem fully focused. I don't know if it was a case of uh, McGuigan getting the tactics wrong, yeah, or maybe Santa Cruz back in you know, having his dad back in the corner. That might have been a, fact, a factor as well. But um, no, I think Santa Cruz was a comfortable.
0: Yeah, Very comfortable with about about a round or two. I though. think Santa Cruz just ad- absolutely adapted. I think you know uh, Mcgregor and Frampton they probably expected Santa Cruz to stay in the pocket and, and trade, and they thought you know this is us. You, you know we'll have a bit of this all day long, but. Uh, Santa Cruz had natural reach advantage, natural height advantage, and he used them, and it was a sensible thing to do. So um, maybe you know I, I, we put you know Steve Bunce was really quite damning about Carl Frampton and and, and their approach to the fight, and he yeah. said that he said that he felt that um, McGugan took took um, Frampton lightly. Um, maybe that happened. I think they just wasn't expecting Santa Cruz to box like that more than
1: anything. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's a difficult one. I mean, if you're beaten someone once, you know, there's a motivation there to, to do it again. In in the sense that um, you know, you can beat this. He's trying to do the same things over again. Um, Santa Cruz is obviously hungry, avenging his first career defeat. Yep. But it's it's a difficult one because Santa Cruz is, is no mug. But the big takeaway from the fight was how much respect the fighters had for each other. You've got the hey, Bellew fight, which we'll talk about probably more in the next episode, but. Yeah. You know, the advice at the press conference. There's been lots of um, really unsavory things said yeah. by the pair of them, but these two were just respectful before and after the fight. That was very good to see.
0: Yeah, it is. It is really good to see. And and Frampton didn't come out afterwards and say my knee was sore, I had trouble with the way the, the volcanic ash. You know, he didn't. There was nothing. He didn't come out with any silly excuses. He didn't. He didn't. He just accepted the defeat. He said Santa Cruz was the better man on the night. And he took his licks and he moved on with it, and and Santa Cruz, uh, you know, likewise said Frampton's a good champion. You know, it was a, it was a good fight. I got it this time, and no credit to both of them. Um, I mean, what was probably a little bit annoying for some fans
1: is that um, I think it was just um, a given that the fight was going to be in Belfast, the the rubber match, yeah, so to speak. Um, but I think um, Santa Cruz has been discouraged by his dad to fight there because he doesn't think he'll get a decision. What do you what do you make of that?
0: yeah it's disappointing uh because you know they they sh- like you, you just mentioned they showed such honor and such you know such great character after the fight it would be the honorable thing to come over to belfast or at least come over to england um but you know it seems like his dad dissuaded him i think perhaps the reputation of the of the officials over here is carried to America. Um, we spoke before on a previous podcast about Paulie Malignaggi when he made the comments about the home cooking. Yeah, uh, I think that's absolutely. I think that's the reputation that British uh, judges and officials have in America. So it's disappointing. Uh, it's disappointing. I, I, it'd be great to have it in Belfast. I'd get the first flight out there and try and go and see it. But it's not massively surprising to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I think the I think what Fenton has to his advantage is that he, with or without the belt, he still, he still still get fights and he'll still sell very well. It's not like um, a Carl Brook example where if he doesn't have his belt, he's got no kind of pulling power. Yeah. So Frampton can still fight Selby in the summer if he, if he so wished and still do good numbers for it. So Absolutely. It's not the end of the world if he doesn't get the fight in Belfast. I think, I think there will be a third fight, but I suspect it won't happen straight away. Like I initially thought, I reckon they might
0: fight someone else in the interim. I agree. I agree with you. I th- I think this stuff about not happening in Belfast, I think I could see Frampton taking on Gary Russell Jr. maybe, uh, or Santa Cruz taking on perhaps somebody like that. I think I think they'll have an interim fight first, perhaps on the same card, although I wouldn't, probably not. I think Frampton will probably have a homecoming of some sorts, maybe even Lee Selby. Lee um, Selby's going to be boxing next week on the hay card. I could see perhaps Lee Selby and Carl Frampton doing it and then the winner getting Santa Cruz.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards... Maybe they'll just fight an ordinary opponent. Mm-hmm. They don't want to risk the, the third fight. But then, you know, I mean, Sereb is similar to Santa Cruz. He's got the reach advantage as well. Or maybe he'll watch the second fight thinking, well, you know, I fancy some of this. But Sereb's been very inactive as well. Mm-hmm. So, once again, Frampton holds all, all the cards,
0: I'd, I'd say. Yeah, he's the money drawer. Uh, Selby's got the belt but he's been quite an inactive champion. Yeah. He didn't look stellar against Eric Hunter, if you remember that fight yeah, remember in the O two yeah. and Eric Hunter dropped him, didn't he? Yeah. Um he fought uh Fernando Montiel as well. He didn't look great in that fight either. So he hasn't looked really good since he won the belt. He was yeah. exceptional when he won the title and the, the 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 defenses he has had haven't been very good. So, you know, I, I think that's that's an interesting one if they make that, if they go for Fra- if they go for Selby next.
1: Yeah, well, um I don't know, I think um it's just the I mean the feeling before the fight was just a given. There's going to be a third fight. I think. Yeah. I think we all said that Phantom was going to win, but it wasn't like um, with a conviction. No. And that 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 they could have been, but um, I think um, yeah, I reckon they'll have another fight in between. Yeah. You got I much agree. more to say about Fenton Nah, no, not
0: really, not really. We've spoken about what's going to happen next, so yeah, we can we can move on.
1: Well, I guess we've got to move on to the Eubank and Reynold Quinlan fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
0: So you was Team Stream?
1: <laughs> yes, yes I was. Um I I couldn't justify buying that. I mean, um I'm a big we're all big Eubank Junior fans. We've yeah. seen two of his fights, haven't we? Blackwell and um uh, Chudinov, Fedor Chudinov. Oh no, there's another one. The one on the Josh oh, Undergard. Tom Tom Duran. Yeah, Tom Duran. So... so you've seen three. So yes. um yeah. so you know we're all big fans of Eubank Jr. We're not like we're not haters as they keep saying yeah. but um it was
0: difficult to justify. But you were actually at the fight? Yes, I did. Yeah, I ended up. Uh, uh, I just wanted to go. I really like Eubank Jr. Uh, like we all do. But like yourself, I couldn't. I didn't want to buy the pay-per-view, and it was in Kensington, Chelsea. That's reasonably local to me, yeah. so I was just like, "Yeah, I'm going." Uh, if it would have been in East like, if it had been where it was initially supposed to be in Lee Valley, am i making that up. Yeah, no, something that was like Lee Valley, that, yeah. somewhere weird. Sounds like sounds like some like a cheese brand or something. That's not, not been a fight there since the nineties yeah yeah it sounds like one of those one of those places that frank warren would have uh, used back in the day apparently <laughs> allegedly <laughs> i'm never ever gonna counter that <laughs> um but um yeah no it was local to me so i thought i want to go john the john Ryder uh, etches the undercard will look pretty good As i thought yeah i'm going yeah
1: the undercard turned out to be all right i mean the fight you just mentioned there um i don't know what edges has got left <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, um, yeah the last time I, the last time i saw him was um against Kamitsky. has he fought since i'm, I'm not sure but, I feel um, like he has had a fight since. But he yeah, didn't look
0: it d- didn't look great. Ryder did, did what he had to do. I thought John I don't know. I, I thought John Ryder was exceptional. I, I was tweeting I was tweeting while I was there and I was if, if people if people were following me on the night, I was gushing about Ryder. I just thought he was exceptional. I thought he used his feet really well and you know how I love a bit of feet. Um, you know, at home and at end in boxing. Um but um no, I was just I thought he was excellent. He made Etchis just look like a plodder and, and I think you might be right, maybe he just doesn't have enough left edges. Maybe the the stoppage lost to Komitsky, maybe that's kind of knocked knocked the wind out of his sail, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I mean he was knocking people out left, right, and centre and um and Komitsky is somebody who's just been taking names, didn't he beat Buglioni as well? Oh, he beat Bulioni as well, yeah. yeah. He's taking, taking a few scalps over here. So, um Yeah, that that's the only knowledge I've really got about Etches. And when I when I saw sort the of fight this
0: rider, I thought, well, I don't know I didn't really fancy him, to him. I didn't think it was going to be that, that wide yeah I I actually thought Edges had a chance because I thought okay put the Komitsky defeat aside Kamitski's just a bad man but I just kind of thought the the size the size would really favor uh, Etches because Edges was the naturally more of a natural super middleweight because it was at super middle instead of being at middle which yeah. is where Ryder normally fights yeah yeah so I kind of I kind of felt that Edges it would it would suit him more and Ryder wouldn't carry the carry the weight so well. But I thought Ryder was really good. I thought he did a job on him. He yeah, just
1: does the work rate as well. I mean, he didn't take any time off in, in those in those rounds. Normally, people fight for one minute a round, but he was fighting for three minutes of every round. And I don't think um, Edges wanted to
0: know. Yeah, after a while. didn't uh, didn't um, Richie Woodall have it like a point? a point in it or something he may have he may have done actually yeah because there was a bit of uh there was a uh, the bit of noise online about the scores richie woodall scores on the night and i think he had it like a point a point to Ryder. i had it like 118 110 or something <laughs> i thought no it may have been 10 round actually but i thought he had it wide i thought he had it wide but um richie woodall had it like by like a round or something which was strange I mean, I do you remember what the fact, galahad fought some, fought some kid bomb. galahad he was supposed to fight uh joseph Igbeko. yeah and that
1: what fell out it, of bed.
0: What was the reason he so pulled the, out of there it? Was they, on the night, they said illness. yeah. But then the Twitter started going. Yeah, One, one rumour was, and this is just a rumour. One rumour was he was jumping about in a hotel the night before. So he was on the lash kind of thing. Yeah. And then the second rumour was that he found, he didn't realise that it was a pay-per-view show until yeah. the night. And when he did, he wanted more money. That was. That not, sounds
1: more plausible. That does
0: sound more plausible than jumping about in a hotel well, hotel room on the lash. Um, <laughs> that did sound a bit silly, to be honest. But that was, yeah, that does sound more plausible that he's demanded more money. He's done an Ultimate Warrior and demanded more money at the last minute. Oh, do me <laughs> had to get your wrestling references. Yeah. but
1: but I mean, from from what I remember, um, I mean it was it wasn't a bad show the way it was presented. Um, yeah, Lennox Lewis and Andre Ward, and they're both fairly classy, yeah. classy people, and. Um, you had um the gaze one commentary Macintosh. What's I always get his name on.
0: He the guy that does the basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he always does the basketball and he always has the amateur box. Yeah, I never like that-
1: uh- I never liked him on comedy, but he's very knowledgeable. I just don't like his, his voice and his cadence. Yeah, yeah, no, I
0: don't like it either. I know the guy you're talking about. He always has the British basketball. Yeah. He always He's always involved in basketball, yeah. and he always has the amateur box. He used to box
1: it, a bit, bro. apparently. He used to Did he? Yeah, I remember Ed Robinson tweeting a picture of him as an amateur. Oh, so um He okay. does, does have a bit of knowledge, a bit of background. But, um, and who was hosting? Was it Gabriel Clark that hosted, Fuck the ITV yeah. guy? This is really bad that I can't remember who hosted. It yeah. yeah. uh, might have been Ian Smith ah uh, okay it's like a, i in the gray-haired bloke who does a lot of itv stuff uh, it might have been him. okay yeah okay. it might have been him but getting over to the to the main event yeah you eubank quinlan um quinlan looked better than i expected him to
0: yes a lot better yeah he did i was expecting him to fall over in four rounds
1: but do you think that was down to eubank
0: or i i think i think eubank looked good without looking exceptional he looked decent he Won probably every round, didn't he? Um And, you know, he, uh, he he looked really well. He hurt him several times, but he's moving... You know, that was always my concern with Eubank. He wasn't a massive puncher at middleweight. He, yeah. he was then moving up to super middle, and he didn't really start to hurt uh, Quinlan until about round seven, round eight. So he just couldn't carry his power. But he didn't look great. He didn't see, like, a massive improvement from Eubank. Yeah,
1: I think um it's just the volume of punches of Eubank more than actual one-punch power um I mean Newbank. we know what we're gonna get with him I don't I think he knew that Quinlan couldn't really hurt him Mm. and that that showed in in the way the way he approached the fight yeah what the what what the win what the belt does for him not really sure um I'm a bit annoyed he's become a bit of a celebrity boxer um you know we you know both like David Hay as well and you know they're getting pictures of you know, Jeremy Piven and Jamie Fox and um, Young Thug and Kendrick Lamar and um, I just think I'd rather him just be in the gym because I used to follow Chris Ebert Jr. on Snapchat and he was always in the gym every yeah, day yeah, yeah. working away. And I mean I unfollowed him. I can't remember why. He must have must have been born or something. But every time I see pictures of him now, he's got pictures of um with Drake and all these rappers. I just um.
0: It's just really weird to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't follow him on. I think I follow him on Facebook and stuff. And you're yeah. right, he was a gym rat. You saw him as this guy that was just always in the gym, and maybe he still is. Yeah, and maybe he, you know, he's got this IBO title. To him and his dad, it's a, it's a legitimate world title, and they're talking it, talking about it as being a real world title as much as they possibly can. I don't blame them for that. I think that's I think that's perfectly reasonable to do that. Yeah. you can't win the belt and then say it's a shit belt. He's got to he's got to build the belt up as much as he can and get putting himself with celebrities and stuff is him saying, I'm a star. Yeah. I'm a star as well. And it's it's about public perception and I think that's what he's doing. I understand it. I understand it, but it's a little bit cringe. It is a bit cringe because when you see his interviews,
1: he's not someone who's... um And he's articulate, but he's yeah. not someone who's... Um, I mean, David Hayes got a bit of charisma to me. You kind of see why David Hayes... I mean, over you going you You Eubanks is very measured in what he says mm. and you see him with all these things, thinking, well what's the conversation going to be like? You yeah, know, he's yeah, yeah. it's sort it's, it's of it's very weird, but he, he insists he can fight at 160 and 168. Mm. I don't think that's biologically possible, to be honest. No,
0: no. No, I don't think it is. You know, he was always very tight middleweight anyway. Yeah. For him to then do super middleweight, he was quite close to the super middleweight limit. Yeah, it, it was. wasn't like he weighed 164 or something. Yeah. If he'd have weighed 164, you'd be like, oh, okay, he's, he's he is actually in the middle, fair enough, but to to go really close to go really close to super middle and then go back when he was tight anyway I don't see it I don't see it um he looked you know I like how he paces rounds yeah um, that's improving yeah he paces rounds very well he'll take thirty seconds off he'll take a minute you know he'll have a walk around um I like that but how is that gonna work against a really good fighter? A Golovkin that's going to walk you down and pressure you for three minutes around. I think that's it's different levels, isn't it?
1: Well, that's that's the issue. I mean, he talks about fighting um, Golovkin, but how does he keep Golovkin off him? Yeah, uh, maybe the volume of punches might do it, but I don't think he hits hard enough to to keep him at bay. Mm. Um, they're talking about fighting Andre Ward, which I think Andre Ward himself laughed at. Yeah, <laughs> when, when it was put to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, and they're talking about fighting Degel, um... I think at super middle, I don't see him beating DeGuell. Maybe, maybe Groves. Yes. Um, Callum Smith seems a bit basic. Yeah. Fights in straight lines. Yeah. But once again, I just think if I mean to be me fair, Eubank Jr. has got one of the best chins in boxing. That's the thing.
0: I I, I, I think a, a guy and I tweeted it on the night and I got a bit of grief about it on the night, which I love. <laughs> um, I tweeted a guy like Eubank. I didn't say Eubank. I said a fighter like Eubank is the kind of fighter that will beat Golovkin eventually. He's he's young, he's athletic, he's fast, um, he throws lots of punches, he's got a good chin, and he's just so bloody ignorant he won't go down. Yeah. He's just pig ignorant, and he just will not fall over, he will not go down, and it's going to take someone tough and strong and that sort of ignorant, that sort of bloody mindness yeah. to beat someone like Golovkin.
1: Yeah, but... Um... I mean, Charlo's moved up to 160 as well. So I think the middleweight division's already improved with with, with that. And, um, I mean, Golovkin's holding up for the Canelo fight. He's fighting Jacobs, which I guess is the next best thing.
0: Yeah. I think that's a really good fight. Him and Jacobs is going to be really fun. um, I think that's going to be wicked, at least for the first half of the fight. I think that's going to be great fun. Yeah. I mean, everyone talks about the Pirog fight when (laughs) Jacobs got demolished. Yeah, It might, might be that all over again, isn't it? Yeah, it could be that. It could be that all over again. Um, it kind of annoys me when people talk about really old fights and use that as the stick to beat people with. It's like, oh, come on, that was years ago. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, like David Hay, they'll say, oh, he got dropped by fucking what's-his-name years ago. He lost to uh, Thompson, Carl Thompson. Yeah. It's like, come on, that was years ago. Um, but, you know, I think, yeah, Danny Jacobs and Golovkin would be is going to be wicked for as long as it lasts. Well,
1: I hope it does last. Um, I think, I mean, the issue we have is there's a lot of competitive fights... That end up being borefest. I mean, Frampton v. Quick is one that springs to mind. Yeah. And then you get a hey, then you get that Brooke v. Golovkin, which was one-sided, but it wasn't exciting. but yeah. well, it lasted. Um, next week we've got Hay v. Bellew, Yeah. And it's a mismatch to me. Yeah. But as it draws a bit I'm thinking, well, you know, you, you just never know. And and with um, Jacobs and Golovkin, it's a similar thing. You're thinking, well, yeah. Well, you know, Jacobs
0: is actually on the upswing. Mm-hmm. So, so, so who knows who to say? Yeah, he's definitely got some. He's definitely fragile. We've jumped onto Jacobs with sod it. Um, he's definitely, he's definitely fragile. Um, but he's fast. He hits hard. He's an athlete. And if he comes out and jumps on Golovkin, you just don't know. Golovkin's thirty five. He's gonna, it's gonna happen one day. It's, he, he, I, I, would be stunned if he retired undefeated. I really would. I think, I think he, there's a loss there with him just because of his age and because of his fighting style.
1: Yeah,
0: I uh, just um just a lack of um
1: viable opponents. Um maybe if he goes up to one sixty eight, perhaps. Um yeah. I can see something like the girl frustrating him. Something that the Girl showed in the jackfight was um was a bit of heart. Yeah. It's I mean, I don't think the Girl's been done in his old pro career. That and was, yeah. and that twelfth round, I mean, he was all over the place but he showed a lot of heart too. He said, You know what, if you're gonna beat me going to kill me tonight and that was something that would put him in good stead against GGG. Yeah, like absolutely.
0: I, I think I think the Gale and Golovkin is a great fight, and that's my frustration with Golovkin. You know, you know that better than anyone is it doesn't seem to be that outcry for him to fight someone like the Gale, whereas other fighters in the past, like a Mayweather, like a Warder, ex- are expected to go up in weight and fight big. Yeah. And, and well, Canelo, Canelo is expected to go up and fight, and yeah. fight Golovkin. You know, that's
1: uh, no, all. It's all a bit, a bit annoying. But you know, speaking of, I in mean, those. Jimmy mean, what's next for for Youben Junior? I mean will a mandatory be enforced by the IBO? Do IBO they don't know?
0: really enforce mandatories really um, they're 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 the only sanctioning body that ranks the other champions so they will have they'll have De Gale, they'll have Gilberto Ramirez they'll have everybody in there they don't really I think they're allowed to fight anyone from the top 50 yeah. uh, if I remember their rules rightly I think they're allowed to fight anybody from the top 50 so He'll be allowed to fight pretty much who he likes. There was the rumour about, was it Rocky Fielding? Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Completely see that happening. It's totally believable. I can totally see him fighting Rocky Fielding in the next fight.
1: It's one of those things where, you know, you're a fan of someone and just keep, they keep doing bad shit. It's like,
0: it's getting hard for me to to publicly say that I'm a fan of you. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. We've had, you know, it's Hay. You know, there's this joke about Mayweather and McGregor at the minute. Yeah. It's like, come on, Floyd, stop doing this to me. And uh, this is a, this is another one. You know, Eubank, Rocky Fielding. Um, but but who would you like to see him fight though? Uh, who who would like to see him fight? Who is likely to fight? I would like to see him fight Billy Joe Saunders again. If if and and it's, it's doable if Frank Warren and Chris Eubank Senior can make up and yeah. do business, which is you know it's money at the end of the day. You yeah. know it's. If I could see one fight, it would be Eubank, Billy Joe Saunders too.
1: Well, I think Saunders has gone backwards. Um, he had one fight late last year and he didn't look very good no, in that know. fight at all. So um, I can see why Eubank Jr. fancies his chances. He always stays in, in good shape, even if you're shaking the hands of celebrities who don't know the fuck he is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to agree with Billy, Billy Joe Saunders. It's just such an obvious fight. Um, but I think... Have we got the figures for our TV box office? No, it's really
0: quiet. They've, they've kept that very quiet. Yeah, it's probably um, like seven hundred and fifty or something.
1: Yeah. Well, um. Well, what do I think of the coverage? I mean, I streamed it, so I barely remember yeah, what the yeah, coverage is like. Yeah. You know, the am is just kind of in and out of the room. Yeah. Someone's on in the background. Um. It didn't seem. It didn't seem the worst. Didn't seem the worst. There was, was the stream. issue with the
0: blue screen, wasn't there? Um. Oh. I was going to ask Alex about the blue screen because apparently people that boy on Sky. Yeah. There was I think the people that bought it late on yeah. Sky had an issue with it wasn't just didn't come up, they'd set a blue screen oh, all night. Fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. So there was a lot of Yeah, I think be, a lot of people that.
1: just lost patience with the platforms. A lot of people just said, you know, I wanted to buy it and I couldn't buy it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And um Oh I dunno, it's just they just keep saying these preposterous things, they're saying, Well, you know, my son's a star, I'm his dad, I know what's best for him, you know, yeah. I've been there and done it, why shouldn't I advise him? And yeah. How do you argue against that?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he has. He has been there and done it. He was a big star himself. He made himself a lot of money, lost most of it, I imagine. Yeah. But it is hard to argue with him, really, in a sense. But I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel like it. The things that they're saying and the things that they're doing aren't computing. It's like he could beat Golovkin, he could beat Ward. La la la. We're fight gonna him. fight Reynolds Quinlan. It's like, come on, man. Like,
1: I just think you often say. I don't think you Junior is short of a bob or two, with or without his boxing career, because no. you know he's, he's I mean, his dad's a millionaire, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, just take the short money and fight these guys and beat them. You want the glory, just. I mean, obviously you don't want to be paid trump change, yeah. but you also just just get the fights out there. He's twenty six now, twenty seven this year. So mm. my advice is just look, just just take the fight. And if you lose, you'll get probably get a bit more credit than just fighting fighting these cans. This is a great time to fight Billy Joe
0: Saunders as well. Exactly with it's the a... BT Box Nation business going on. Yeah, and he's got a belt. And he's got a belt. It's the last belt, so that means if he was to beat Billy Joe Saunders, he can go into the Golovkin Golovkin negotiations. So, I've got the last one. Yeah, I've got, I've got something you
1: want. Yeah. Tell you so, a... what, I've actually just remembered. Is the intro.
0: Yes, yes. What the fuck was was that? I was so upset. I was there in the arena just waiting for Steel Dre to come on, thinking, come on, this is the only reason I'm here. Well, it wasn't, but you know. And then simply the best comes and I was like, oh no, oh no, what's happening? What is happening? And it was basically... Chris Eubank Sr.'s entrance. Yeah. Like his, he gets his own music and he gets to come out before Junior comes out. He did a little dance with the flag at the top. Oh, it was awful. That is not okay. No,
1: no. That is absolutely not okay. I mean, um, I try to be as understanding as I can be in these situations, but that is just, that's, that's not cool. No, it was I awful. Just,
0: I, I can't think of anybody who thinks that's okay apart from Eubank Jr. and Eubank Sr. Just... Yeah. To be fair though, on the night, the people around me were loving it. Yeah. When that song came on, when Tina Turner came on, they were all up. All the women were up, and everyone was up dancing and singing along to it. Yeah. And I was raging, completely, just like, where is Doctor Dre? So, what was the crowd like then? It was, uh, do you know what? It was kind of like David Hayes, Dave. Like it was all kind of. What? I don't want to say casual, wrong word, but, but middle lists. class, kind of middle class, kind of people, suited and booted, and they were. Um, and there was a chap behind me was moaning about uh, about how long the fight was lasting. It's like, <laughs> I want to get my train home. And there was oh, just God. loads of posh middle class people. It was, it, yeah, it, it didn't feel like, it weren't like being at the York Hall, but it never does these days, is it? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I guess these people are putting the money, are putting up the money. That's probably why, why they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing I remembered from the night was, uh, was uh, the England band. Oh, yeah. Were they anywhere near you? They were, no they
0: weren't, they were, on, they were on the, on the upper barrier bit, not the barrier thing, they were upstairs basically. On the balcony? On the balcony, that's it. They were on the balcony over the opposite side, Thank but I could fuck hear them. for that. They were there, they started, they didn't start, they started the Etchies fight. Yeah, yeah. That was when they started so far, yeah. doing it, yeah, and they just kind of, they must have been there for him kind of thing, and then yeah. they just carried on throughout the night. Just take their laptops, man,
1: confiscate them all. <laughs> but I guess um, what most people talked about from that
0: night was, was David Price. Yeah, I think it was a really good fight. You know? It was. Somebody, they we, they asked us for boxing monthly, what's your fight of the year so far? And everyone was saying like Muro, Roman and, and Gail Jack, and they were yeah. wicked fights. But I was like, Price, man. Price and <laughs> Hammer. fucking savage. Price and, yeah, I know. Every, I, I understand. Like everybody, everybody likes Price and he's a nice, I'm sure he's a nice guy. And he's British, so all of us that are British were upset that he lost, but. I'm not really patriotic when it comes to boxing. I just kind of like who I like. I think of
1: individual sports it so doesn't yeah, really happen, does it? Yeah. No, I
0: think a lot of people are though over here. They get quite patriotic and it's like, "No, he's British, I want him to win." But I just thought it was a good fight and yeah, it was it was it was proper rock it was really interesting. But Rock'em, Sock'em, yeah. It was, it was it was rock and sock and robots and it was just uh but I, I I was saying before the fight I was with my stepbrother and I said Price just losing this okay I'm just telling you now before this fight starts and I've been calling this for weeks he's gonna lose because it's just always the same thing I've
1: never it. seen anything like it he you know people gas in boxing and you know they keep going they keep fighting on but he literally had his hands on his knees as if to say I'm knackered I'm knackered and um, you know I mean I guess what we're gonna home in on right now is the outcry after he lost and the um, the, the defence from the boxing world, from Woodhouse, from... Um, is it C- Coldwell? i got to say Cromwell, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, you know, other figures in boxing saying, you know, he doesn't deserve the abuse he got. But yeah. um, I just think... Because when um, Joshua fought Melina,
0: yep.
1: um, Coldwell was telling anyone who listened, look, Pricey would do a better job than Melina. Yeah. And Melina was fucking dreadful. Yeah, he was. And um, you know, so he says that, and then... Um, you know, before the fight they interviewed um, Price, he looks a little bit uptight, but you can never really tell. Yeah. You, know, so, you know, you're just, just given many monosyllabic answers, one-word answers, saying, well, you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, I'm going to win and, you know, go on to title honours. In a roundabout way, but just, you know, many, not short sure answers. And he, he, seemed, he seemed focused, but he weighed 270, which is nearly 20 stone. And that's, isn't that a career high?
0: yeah yeah
1: and i don't think that helped him i mean he was i think i think the idea was just to weigh that
0: much and just smash the guy out yeah yeah impose your size impose your size and impose your will on him which vlad klitschko did for years yeah um but vlad klitschko looks like an athlete every time he gets in the ring um yeah it was it was he actually looked, I remember he got in the ring, and you know he got announced, and he was arms outstretched and all of that, and he looked really confident before the fight started and then the first round he looked pretty decent and then but he was he and he landed some good shots, but Christian Hammer was shaking his head and was laughing at him from the yeah. first round, like haha He was you could see it, and i wasn't I wasn't ringside, but I could see it he's laughing at him, he's laughing at him I'm elbowing my step brother he's like, look at him, he's laughing at him, kind of thing, and it's and I think uh, I think that 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 kind of thing it just chipped away at Price's psyche. It clearly has a really fragile ego, if you like.
1: Well, um, yeah. I mean, there's talk after the fight as to why did he weigh that much, mm. and Coldwater seemed to kind of like wash his hands of the scene. There wasn't anything that I mean, maybe to take, maybe to um, put more weight on the punches and take more,
0: you know, punch resistance, but. Danny Williams did that, didn't he, against Vitaly. Do you remember when he bought Vitaly with like 18 stone? He got knocked down about twenty times. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah, another one. And and Dave Caldwell is an experienced trainer. Yeah. He should know better than that. To to think that that's gonna work, you know. Yeah, and a, a guy like Hammer, who's not amazing, Tyson Fury made him look like a bum. Um, but he's a decent fighter, you know, he's decent, he just beat Thomas Adamek, I think. So you yeah. could see he was coming off a good win and he was you know, he was uh, in in good form. Dave Caldwell knows better than that.
1: You know? Yeah, I mean, because you know, after the fact, there was loads and loads of abuse coming for us as well. Um, you know, full disclosure, I did retweet um, someone saying that Price would beat Joshua. And I might have retweeted um, an interview with Caldwell saying that he'd beat Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Now... Like I said, I already feel a little bit guilty, one yeah. percent
0: guilt. But yeah, but I mean,
1: what do you make of the social media reaction to to it?
0: I think I think there's a line. I think I think if you, I think if you at someone, and you say you're fucking shit, you're chinny, this, the whatever, I think that's fucking out of order. That's unpleasant. Enough. I think yeah, that's yeah, completely yeah. out of order. Um, I think I think it's absolutely fine to critique the performance of an athlete. I think that's absolutely fine where we pay to watch it. Uh, we're interested observers, we give a lot of our time, a lot of our money, everything else into boxing. Yeah. We love it. I think it's absolutely fine to look at a performance of an athlete, whether it be a boxer or whatever, and say, he didn't perform well today. I think that's absolutely fine. I think adding or directly abusing somebody on social media is fucking out of order and it's just unnecessary.
1: Yeah, I think I think what baffled a lot of them was um, David Price is not like, I mean, someone like Bellew is gobby um, Eubank Jr, less degree degree is Gobby. Um, Amir Khan has a lot to say for himself. Yeah. I mean, Amir Khan probably gets, probably the most abuse of yeah. any British boxer yeah. out there. And um, you can kind of see why, I mean, Amir Khan, crosses racial lines, but that's another topic yep. altogether. Yep. But someone like David Price gives himself to himself. He, he himself never said that, oh, I'll smash anyone. He's like, you know what? Anyone who put in front of me, I'll beat. Mm-hmm. And after the fight, he just got, got a lot of dogs abuse. And social media is weird like that because I actually remember Caldwell saying in Boxing Monthly in an interview in there that he encourages his boxers to go on social media and, and put yourself out there. And, um, you know, many sports stars have deleted their, tw- their Twitter accounts or Facebook accounts because of the abuse they get. So you've got to kind of take the rough of this move. But then when, th- when, when things are going really well and, and you're at your best, sometimes you can't take that for the mean, you know, because right now Joshua's probably got a lot of people around him who want to be around him. Mm-hmm. And should you lose against Klitschko in a couple of months from now, yeah. a lot of them will disappear. So you got to kind of take the rough with this move.
0: I think. I it. think that's exactly right. I think Dave. You know, I think retweeting Dave Coldwell, I don't think that's. I don't think that's criminal at all. He'll. You know, if if Tony Bellew was to win next Saturday, he'll be all over social media, tweeting, "Yeah, fucking told you so." Yeah, yeah, yeah me, me. I'm a great trainer. All of that. Like you say, you have got to take the rough of this move. You, you, he, when when Tony Bellew won the world title, he took all the plaudits for that. Mm. Rightly so, he's done a great job yeah. with Bellew. Um, but I think it's also fair to say that he's not done a great job with David Price. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. There's I, that. I
1: just think that. Um, I, I just think with social media, you can blame you, you can blame the trolls and and all that. But <clears throat> it it does come with the territory. It does come with the territory, and um, I just think if I, I mean if I'm a boxer and I lose and I'm getting dogs abused, I'll probably just delete the, delete the app for a few days and just try and stay away from it. Really, yeah. and just try and regroup. Um, I I think David Price is fairly is fairly popular. But I think he probably will sell a few tickets, but where, where do you think he goes from here? I mean, he can't go domestic level now, surely?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He could go domestic level. It's really domestic level looks really weak at the minute. Um, it's just been mandated because uh, Dillian White's vacated the British title now. So Gary Cornish against Sam Sexton yeah. has been mandated for the British title. He's beat Sam Sexton before. So does he want to go back and fight for the British title? He could go and do He could probably beat Sam Sexton again and then uh, and then maybe win the Lonsdale belt outright. Yeah. And for anybody else, that's a great career. Um, but for someone that gave up the British title for go to go for bigger things to go back to that would it's take it's take a very well, strong I character. Think,
1: I think Codwell and Wood Curtis Woodhouse made a very good point in that um, he's an Olympic bronze medalist, isn't mm-hmm. it? Bronze. He lost to Camerelli, the one who Joshua yeah. beat, and yeah. um, he's been a Commonwealth and European champion, so he's had a good career. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he was to retire today, I think he I think he'll have a decent enough legacy. Probably maybe seen as mentally weak by detractors, but. He's he's accomplished a fair amount, you know, and he can be he can be proud of all that. I would expect him to retire though.
0: Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. I I think it's gonna be very hard for him to get back up for it again. I don't see, I don't see him coming back. I don't, I just can't see it. It's you know he's the first, you know, the Thompson defeats. You know, the first one was just a shot high on the head. The second one, he can blame drugs. The yeah. Tepper defeat, he can blame drugs. Yeah. But this, he, unless Christian Hammer, <laughs> 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 unless Christian Hammer fails a drug test, which these days is not uh, is not beyond the realms of possibility, yeah. Um, then where does he go? He's there's nothing for him to do really, other than drop back down a level and just become a gatekeeper. Yeah,
1: exactly. That does does see a point. But you know we've got got a few news bits in the last couple of weeks. Um, I guess the biggest news of late is Got Quig leaving Joe Gallagher to join Freddie Roach. Yeah. I think that's a weird move because um, if you're a Freddie Roach fighter and he you knows not Manny Pacquiao, then I don't really see
0: he's not. Yeah, there's. If, yeah, exactly that. It's, you look at Freddie Roach's stable and you think and you think, okay, where's when was the last time someone other than Manny Pacquiao? he's really brought along, really. He had Postal. Postal lost wide every round to yeah. Crawford. He had Chavez Jr. for a spell. He didn't do soddle with him. But although Chavez Jr. clearly couldn't be arsed. Yeah. Um, there's no one really thinking he's done a great job with him. You can't look at any sort of boxer and go, Freddie Roach has done a great job with him. He's done a great job with Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao's a great fighter. Yeah. There's not much grief I give him. He's a fucking great fighter. And Freddie Roach has done a good job with him, but... No one else really. No one else really. And the thing is, he's Scott Quigg. What's he going to teach Scott Quigg at this time of his career? He, it's not like he's going to an Andre, um, Andre Wood, to a Virgil Hunter, to a Floyd Mayweather Sr., where he's going to learn some cute tricks and defensive yeah. stuff. Freddie Roach is about getting you back to basics and you know, high guard, exactly what Joe Gallagher does. Yeah.
1: It's, just straight up and down so it'd be like it's not like um, Apollo Creed and Rocky when Apollo Green trained him yeah. <laughs> but um Frampton should train him <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine yeah. but um but no I think the issue was the first half of the Frampton fight yeah I think that's probably the, the crux of why, why he left
0: um, uh, the guy I could tell him he was winning I think he did. Yeah, I think he did tell him he was winging. And then that first half of the fight was bizarre. Yeah, it was dreadful. It was really bizarre. And, it, and Frampton was just just looking at him and jabbing him. It's like, okay, you're not going to do fuck all. I'm just going to jab you. And I'm going to put rounds in the
1: back. And the thing is, as Gallagher's fighters, I think Trollor done that. <laughs> no offence, Al. But <laughs> Trollor, I think against Perez, he, he, he just had a high guard up for the first five, six rounds. Yeah. And he stopped him to the body in the seventh round, I think it was. Yeah. and I think and, it was... He was hoping for that from Frampton. We're not going to get that kind of opening to Frampton.
0: No, Fram- Frampton's an elite fighter. He's an elite fighter. You can do that against a guy like Perez because uh, it was like... He was... It was Barroso. Barroso, for i say, like yeah. Perez was the guy who beat him for the belt. Yeah, um, but yeah like Barroso. He's, uh, because that's what he is. He's a puncher. He, he, you know, he comes throwing bombs. So I understand that kind of tactic against someone like him. Yeah. But um, Frampton's elite. Uh, Frampton's going to... Uh, adjust he's going to adapt and that's what you have to do in boxing you have to be able to adapt and adjust and gallagher should have done so and 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 i think we said that at the time on the pod on the podcast straight after that fight it was like after two three rounds start start changing things a bit no
1: exactly and um yeah i guess that's the reason why i don't know but apparently quigg has been going over there on a regular basis to to the wild card i think he has been anyway even when he
0: was with gallagher he was going over there and doing Um, bits and pieces
1: I'm not sure what difference it will make. I don't see him fight he wants a rematch of Frampton, I don't see it happening. Nah. Um he's still in match room, so he's still he in match room. I'm not sure if he's
0: got many fights left on
1: it. Yeah, so um I don't think yeah. he'll fight so I'll be either, so I'm not sure. I thought the well, move the to Featherweight come. was weird. Yeah, uh, whereas... I thought that
0: was weird. I, it just seemed like a desperate attempt to get a rematch of Frampton yeah. and there seemed no other meaning reasoning behind it. He's never been one to say I'm tired of the weight, I'm struggling in the weight. He just, yeah. just felt like he moved up for the sake of it.
1: I mean to be fair, it's four pounds difference. So yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not like go from to super to um super World weight, yeah, But um, yeah. but also, I mean, speaking of Pacquiao, I mean, he's didn't he put a poll out on Twitter about who yes. he was, was going to fight next? Yeah, because Khan every- got a lot of.
0: Yeah, everyone thought that Jeff Horn, like everyone thought he was fighting this guy Jeff Horn from Australia. Yeah, I thought that was signed. Yeah, I thought that was done. It seemed like that that was done, but then. But then it went really quiet, and then Pacquiao's just put out this poll, who do you want me to fight? Jeff Horn, that's his name, Jeff yeah. Horn? Amir Khan, Terence Crawford, and uh, somebody else, I can't remember, it was yeah. another person. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people voted for Khan. You know, He won the poll, a lot of people voted for, for Khan. But Khan's really popular in the Middle East, and he's got a lot of fanboys You know, over here as well. So, yeah. perhaps, but I'm not against that fight. I'm really not against it's it. It's got the
1: narrative of Freddie Roach and all the rest of it. Yeah, isn't
0: it? and and Khan Khan, you know Pacquiao's not the fighter he was. He's still yeah. a great fighter, but he's not the fighter he was. Khan is not the fighter he was. Well, he got think. flattened in his last fight. He's yeah, been inactive as well. I think I think Pacquiao would probably be the favorite going into it. Yeah, I think he'd win. No, I think he'd win. <laughs> I think as he would well. win at a distance too. Yeah, so do I. I think he'd win because I just think Khan is. I think he just i said around the last one he's doing the highlander he just wants to just shortcut his way yeah. to the to, to legacy
1: yeah i think um khan's not hard to hit as well yeah and for someone like pacquiao is accurate and he's got the volume as well and the power then there's so much of a time but he was at ringside for the peterson fight as well yeah he was i was, don't, know, don't know
0: how that will go i mean he tweeted about he tweeted yeah. about fighting peterson again like it was kind of a vague tweet but i think that the crux of it was Oh, I wouldn't mind the rematch with Peterson, um, which I don't mind that fight. I, I think these are the kind of fights that, the Peterson especially, these are the kind of fights that Khan should have been having, having for the last couple of years. Well, yeah. Instead of blindly chasing Mayweather and, and then going for the Canelo fight, he should have been fighting people of his level, yeah. i.e. Peterson, Garcia, Furman, Sean Porter, all these people that are signed with Al Heyman like he is instead of chasing money.
1: Well, that's what got to give credit to Golovkin for. He keeps fighting. He's always busy even though he's not getting a fight, he wants to keep busy, he fights anyone, but Khan's not ever staying busy, he Instead of doing a highlander, he just wants, just wants a big fight, just wants to shortcut to the big fight. Yeah. And um, I mean, you know, the, with Khan's popularity in, in Asia, and that's where, um, that's where Pacquiao wants to
0: fight, over there, Australia, then
1: the, the, the fight makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, if, if yeah, if it, he'll it, probably do some good business over there, if it's in Australia, if it's in the Middle East, they was talk about Dubai as well. Yeah. You know, I think that you know that probably does good money in Dubai. There's probably some casino owner or something out there that would you know fund it or something. So uh, I'm I would be happy to see that. Khan and Karl and Pacquiao.
1: But also this week was a press conference of Canelo and Chavez Jr. Yeah. And the size difference looked quite quite vast.
0: Yeah, it's like I I we, I think we knew that Chavez was taller than him. Yeah. Um, but seeing them face to face and. And having Chavez Jr. looking down at him, was like, wow, he's actually really a lot bigger than him. Um, Which is probably why the catch weight is in place and probably why the strict penalties are in place for him missing weight. It's a million dollars a pound. So for every pound he's over, he has to pay Canelo a million dollars. So... But Chavez looks in pretty good shape already. You know, That's, that's rare for him. Yeah, well. we're like... He well, wants it. Yeah, we're like 10 weeks out from the fight and he's got abs, he's in shape kind of thing. He's already... He's in shape. He's already started the process of cutting weight. So, uh, you know, absolutely, absolutely fair play to him. It's going to be interesting.
1: I mean, Canelo's fought no one of that size. I mean, Martinez was... Sergio Martinez was... Was,
0: was he... Canelo didn't fight Sergio Martin. No, I didn't fight him, but it was about... Oh, you mean Chavez. Was, oh, you mean Chavez. Yeah. And no,
1: no, what I'm saying is Canelo didn't fight Martinez. Yeah. Martinez was fairly rangy. Yes. As was Paul Williams. And these yes. are guys he's not for. The people he's aren't. I haven't really been that tall and rangy. So it'd be interesting to see how he adjusts no. to and the thing, someone with such low arms.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Lara's got... Andrew Lara's got quite long arms. Yeah. But he was a natural, like middleweight. Yeah. Um, And Chavez's style is... He's very plodding and clubbing and he beats people when he does win is brute force and just size and imposing his will yeah. on people. And so it's gonna be interesting how much he blows up after the weigh in. Um and if he's able to do that, I probably I would fancy Canelo in that fight just because he's the better fighter. Yeah. yeah. He's just a quality elite <coughs> fighter. Um and Chavez, I don't rate Chavez at all.
1: Yeah, I think since the May with a, a fight Canelo's just been in the ridiculous run of form. Really. Yeah, yeah. And um He's come up trying to every single time. I think Koto asked him a few questions in that fight, but ultimately, I think you know, he did enough to to win. To yeah. win that. So, so yeah. I mean, also, I mean, also this weekend we've got Gavin McDonald versus Ray Vargas. I know absolutely fuck all about. I know fuck guys. all about Ray Vargas to be <laughs> honest with you. But we know I was a bit of a McDonald
0: fanboy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit. He and he he thinks that uh, I think he thinks McDonald's gonna win, but he's gonna, isn't he? he so, thinks... hang on, that's that's a rematch, isn't it? No, no, no. I don't think so. No. This so guy's what, undefeated. Ray Vargas is. So, I one think, of
1: the McDonald's must have had a fight where it was controversial and having a
0: rematch now. Uh, Jamie McDonald. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Jamie McDonald did in his okay, last fight. Yeah. He had the fight in Monaco. Yes, yeah, in Monaco. Yeah, in Monaco. Yeah. And that was, he got the decision. And it might have be been yeah, a draw. And it was a screw job. We was at a gig. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, this guy Ray Vargas, I think he's 22 and now he's got 20 knockouts or something. Fuck well, me. Yeah, so I think he's a bit of a puncher. What, what
1: channel's uh, got it then? Is it Sky? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, so it should be decent. It should be decent. It'd be interesting to see Gavin McDonald, He's he's on a pretty good run of form as well. I I get the feeling he's been matched well though, uh, and I uh, even though I can't, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on Ray Vargas. I probably expect that guy to win. To be honest, I think he might do the job on. Uh, On Gavin McDonald, but I am biased because I just want to see Alex cry. (laughs) I think I'll tune in if that happens then. Yeah, definitely record it. It's a bit Uh, like watching
1: a football team you hate when they're losing, you know. If they're losing, you turn it on, if they're not, then you just don't bother. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. (laughs) Well, now we've got a couple of listener questions. The first of which is from Colin Howell on Facebook. He says, now Frampton has lost, who is Britain's best world champion?
0: Oh, I didn't even have time to think about this. If we go through them... Well, Fury's lost his belt, so it's not him. So Joshua... So there's Joshua, Bellew, Bellew Brooke. Um, we're not counting cleverly with the regular belt. We don't, we don't class names, do we? we got Kell Kelbrook Brook. DeGale. Kell Brook, DeGale. Um, and then you've got... Selby. Selby. Uh, Selby. Calyufi. five, yeah. Calyufi's uh, a good one. Yeah. Flanagan. Flanagan.
1: Uh, there's more. Probably, is, we're not going to name more. Probably DeGale. Yeah, I think I think DeGale, too. Um... He's just been in in the in in great run of form. He fought the best divers at his weight in Jack, and he got a draw. I actually did think he lost after that knockdown in the last round. Yeah, I
0: I, I scored it a draw again on the night. I yeah. scored it a draw on the night, but you know, if it was like in the Olympics where they do a recount system, that yeah. kind of thing, I would have given it to Jack. It is, you know, if it was one of those, you'd be like, you know, if anyone deserves to win the fight, it's Jack. Um, but point round again, round by round on the night, I thought it was a draw, but. Uh, no, he's like you said, he's taken, he's 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 gambled on himself. Yeah. you were saying earlier about taking the short money. A yeah. fighter should do that, bet on yourself, gamble on yourself and on your ability, and and go and test yourself. Take the short money because the long money will come afterwards. But you
1: know, we've said, we know, we, we said the girl, but if Carl Brook fights, Spence, yes, I think that's, I think that's I'm slated done, for. Isn't for Sheffield Bramall Bram- Lane, Sheffield United yep. ground. So, if he gets through that fight, then I would have to say him because Spencer's a, a
0: bad man. <laughs> Spencer's
1: a bad man. I mean, it's got. I mean, it's got little little bit of shades of um, Karzagi v Lacey because yep. Lacey was knocking people a fuck out, and he yep. was like really feared. Yep. Nevertheless, friend, for Kazagi. But um, I think if Goldberg gets through this, then
0: he deserves all the credit in the world. That's that's his legacy there. He's getting a lot. of It was strange. The fight was announced, and a lot of people were like, "Fair play, fair play for taking the fight." Yeah. But then there was a lot of people saying, "Why is he getting credit for taking his mandatory?" I thought that was really odd. Yeah. But it was really strange. It's like because he didn't have to. He yeah. could have gone. I'm moving up. I'm moving up in weight. I've just got up to one sixty. I can't make welterweight. I can't make welterweight safely. I'm moving up. I think that was. I think fair play to the guy. I thought
1: it was really weird. He was at he was at the U Junior Fire, wasn't he? He looked a bit
0: porky. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, so he was. I, hope,
1: I, hope he's, I hope he's gonna be okay at
0: one forty seven. Yeah, I'm re- that's for me, that's that's the main factor here in this fight. It's the weight. If Brook makes it and makes it safely, I'll probably pick Brooke. But if he looks like Skeletor on the scales, then or he misses the weight, then you'd think Spence would probably get him out of there.
1: Yeah, um, is that pay per view or we don't know yet? Probably. I think I'll pay for that.
0: Yeah. I'll definitely.
1: I'll definitely pay for that. Um no, I've got a lot of time for for Errol Spence. Um he knocked out Bundu pretty badly as well. Oh, man. and bundu And a tough bastard tough. as well. Furman couldn't even move him. Yeah. Everyone
0: they call him one time, he couldn't even move Bundu. And just Spence really
1: did get him out there. Now
0: Jerry as well was someone who's
1: you He hadn't he... been stopped. He'd been yeah. dropped a few times, yeah. but he's
0: back up again. Yeah. You know, Pacquiao dropped him six times in a fight, but he was back up again.
1: And the thing with the thing with Spent is like he doesn't, he's not someone who's necessarily a one-punch knockout artist, but he, he's it's almost like um, a Kovalov situation, where just like clubbing shots mm. and just wears people down. I think it's the speed as well. Yeah. I think
0: he's got ridiculous fast hands, and people don't see it coming. And I think he does have some power. And I think, boo, they don't see it coming, and there is the power to it. I think you know, I think it just. I think that's what, how he hurts people and how he gets yeah. people out of there.
1: Not everyone to look forward to. And the second question is from at DKNY underscore 1974 on Twitter. Will Hay v Joshua happen? And if so, who wins? What we've said about this fight is the sooner it happens, the more it's in Hay's favour. Mm-hmm. So if if they both get through the next fights and they fight each other later in the summer... Maybe Hay has a chance. Maybe, maybe Hay winches. Hay's all wrong for Joshua. But yeah. if Joshua fucks up Vlad in two rounds, yeah. then oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Nobody knows what, what Hayes has got left. Nobody yeah. knows.
0: That's what's interesting about next week with the Berlioz fight. Um, but for me, um, Joshua, Joshua big. Because size. It, the size matters in this regard. If you look at Haye's career, his best performances have been against people his own height. Look at the Monty Barrett fight. Look at Derek Chazora. Look at Mormek. Those performances really look scintillating. What made us fans, they're always people the same height as him. Yeah. When when he's had to punch upwards, he's looked poor. Vlad Klitschko, Valuev. Yeah, he beat Valuev and fair play to him, but it wasn't a stellar performance. And even Audley. Audley, yeah, he got rid of Audley. But it took him three rounds, and he could have done it in one. Yeah. He hesitating, hesitating, and hesitating. And Doesn't he's not great at closing the gap on someone that's taller than him and outreaches him. Joshua, big. Yeah. Oh fuck! It has me too. I Sorry. know, I know. I would. I, have I, still got the haymaker I, t-shirt. I've
1: been a hay fan since I saw him fight um, Salise as an amateur, yeah, and right. I've been a fan of it since. And um, it's it's a cash grab. Him calling out, him calling out Joshua. That's the biggest money fight for him. But if he fights Joshua, he has to fight
0: him soon. Yes, Very soon. definitely, because Josh Joshua hasn't beaten anybody yet. Yeah. Um, I do have a feeling about Vlad. I've got a feeling about Vlad. I'm biased because I just I would be screaming if if Vlad won. But I've got a feeling about Vlad. Fuck I do. Not. Can you imagine if Vlad won that though? I think I, inside yeah. the distance as well. Yeah, I could. Yeah, if it's gonna happen, it's, well, he could jab, jab, grab him and get the decision. Yeah. That's absolutely possible. But I, I think. You know, Joshua's never fought anyone like Vlad. Vlad's fought everyone. Yeah. Oh, so it's well, a would you say fight. that's the
1: biggest British fight, oh. biggest fight in British soil in the last fifteen years, maybe?
0: maybe yeah, because like, yeah, probably, probably, because yeah, maybe since Oliver McCall, who's Len- Len- Lennox fought over here. He fought Bruno over yeah. here. He didn't fight anyone great over here, did he? Really? it was um, no, Both all. And all, all that. that's yeah, that's right, the biggest probably. fight over here in a long time. God, long time. God yeah. yeah. Long time. I suppose Groves and Foch was a big fight. It was, it was, but yeah. wasn't this? <laughs> no, nah, this is this is international. Every, everyone loves the heavies. Yeah, it is, it is. You, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Everybody loves the heavyweights. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be wicked. It's gonna be wicked. It's, uh, it's gonna be great whatever happens.
1: And with that, the podcast has to come to an end. Yeah two-man podcast i think we filled most of the hour ad- did all right ad-
0: adequately just yeah 55
1: minutes nearly i think that's pretty good good going yeah i was, was a bit concerned but no i got there in the end so um our twitter handle is i should really know this uh below <laughs> the bell underscore <laughs> and um our facebook page is facebook.com forward slash btb pod
0: it's funny, Alex's accent, it always sounds like he says B2B pod. It makes me <laughs> laugh every time, and I'm like, oh, God, people are going to get it wrong. <laughs> he's going to kill us for this. <laughs> Ripping on his accent, is really so, paranoid about it's that. It's own, his own fault for flaking out us the last minute with the, with the sniffles. Yeah,
1: that's that's not good enough. That's poor, that's poor for him have let us down here. But, yeah. No, we got through it. We've done more without you. Yeah, easy work. Anyway, all right. right. Ciao for now.